When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are one, one, one more week from the spot that we've all been waiting for since February. We were drafting teams in February, you maniacs. But one more week, our teams are going to be in the playoffs. We get to tout our exposures, say all the people that we absolutely hammered on. We'll probably wince by the people that we were big misses on. Today, myself and Eric Bynum are going to go over some of our teams that are in the playoffs, some that are teetering on the edge, and look at some of the teams that we drafted on stream throughout the year and see uh, how those are going. Eric, a week away from the playoffs of best ball season. Can you believe it? No, I, I, I'm, I think we talked a little bit about this last week. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. I want this regular season to get over. Most of my highest owned players have all been trash, but yet I still have an above average advance rate. Everybody, this is what we spend literally at on, on this channel and you and I and everybody in the chat spend all year like drafting for, you know what I yep. mean? This is it. Uh, this week I think is really fun because you still ha- you can still pipe dream about a lot of teams. You know, mm. in two more, two or three more weeks they'll be dead. Uh, most of them. <laughs> yep. But now is like, oh, you know, I'm scrolling through my teams and I'm like, this one's it's only thirty points back. Can I get? Can I? Can I find this one? I found a quick side tangent. I was going through all my teams, which you can luckily do in our draft IQ tool, sort by how many points behind your teams are and go scroll through all those teams. Then you can also go to the league directly from that page and, you know, see how you're, how you're doing, who, what teams you need to catch and all of that. I found one that I'm like 30 or 35 points behind a Davis Maddock team, but he has, but he has both of his quarterbacks on by. He has JT on by, and I don't believe he has a tight end. Cause he has like, it's like injuries, maybe like Goddard and Hurst or something like that. And so it's like, you know, you find these little, I don't think my team is like that good, but it's like, you find these little nuggets at this time of the year that like can be exciting. You know what I mean? And uh, that's, that's what, that's, what's fun. You know, like I said, we'll, we'll get a month from now and you know, we, the odds are you're not going to win anything big, but right now is like, it's the, this is what we spend six months, nine months uh, drafting all these teams for. So if you get this team through, will this be exhibit A of, hey, maybe bye weeks do matter 100%. a little bit? <laughs> I'll turn full bye week bro, and I'll use Davis. Then <laughs> Davis is probably the guy who doesn't like to draft quarterback. He just so happened to have it on this team. You know, He might have auto-drafted it for all I know. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I will definitely, you know, I'll use Davis's platform to uh, better myself with the bye week uh, situation and totally flop on my or flip flop on my on my take. So what I love seeing over the past few days on Twitter, I haven't engaged as much. I've been watching from a, from a distance a little bit more is all of the arguments we've had this past year and the year before. Guess what? We're going to get to have them again this next coming off season because I see people falling into some of the same traps that they've been in or like they just they won't leave certain lines of thinking behind or try to analyze not middling it, but like incorporating it into their strategy. They just hardline everything, which you should hardline some stuff, but they get there's certain things like um taking stands on players is the big one I've seen this week where people are yeah. like, it's, it's, you'd never take a stand on a player. And I'm like, what do you mean? You never take a stand on a player. Like it d- literally doesn't make any sense to me that you don't take stands on players or offenses. I mean, what we should do at some point is go back and look at our last board for offenses. And I bet we nailed a lot of those, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a really good idea. Yep. Yeah. But we totally got some wrong. Like we totally Broncos. got the Seahawks wrong. We totally the, got yep. the Broncos wrong. Those are the two main ones that I think of every time. But mm-hmm. for me, I I was dead set against drafting hardly any Saints, right? Right. And I feel good about it. I like Olave. Olave's a, a good wide receiver, but in the context of his offense, are you upset if you advanced zero percent Olave into the playoffs right now? No. Right? No. So like just stuff like that. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun off season. Definitely the 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 whole we got a long time to like you said to talk about to rehash the same shit we talked about for first uh, all of this year <laughs> and all, all yep. right two years in a row we we've we've done all these conversations and we're gonna do them all over again. But we actually had a really good conversation in the Discord yesterday, kind of about that uh, taking stands on players versus structure versus whatever and. Not to you know belabor that point again because again we'll talk about it plenty and and if you're in the Discord you vote we've already had this combo, but I think really it just gets misconstrued. Um, structure is the ante to the game. If you draft a bunch of like five quarterback, four tight end teams, you're dead. You're paying the rake, right? There, in any form of peer to peer gambling sport, which is what this is. Um, there's people that are going to pay the rake, right? You play the Millie maker or whatever every single week in DFS. Just don't be that guy that pays the rake. Give yourself a shot to win. It's all you're really trying to do. That's what structure does, right? That's the yeah. same thing. Uh, roster construction. You know, you're more of a poker guy. Um, you know, there are basics of poker that you have to understand in order to not be the right. If you can't spot the, if you can't spot the, the fish at the table, you know, you're probably that guy. It's the same thing across all of these peer to peer things and that's what structure is right now that means a million different things what does structure mean but the player take thing is just i mean if you really want to just draft eight to ten percent of everybody go ahead but that's up to you you know i I, i'm not saying that that's wrong I, i think i think that there are better ways to try to win in this game that we're playing but i think that's fine that's really a portfolio management conversation right the 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 player take versus structure thing is like I, I have player takes personally myself and I draft with structure. 
it's not an and it's not either or between the two of those things. They're very different. They're different levers that you can pull in this in this game. And I mean, think it, one thing that I, I I always think about is that conversation feels very results focused for to me. Yeah. Not try, I'm not trying to. I'm not saying that's true for every single person that's saying that. Felix, who we talk about frequently, Liam, who we talk about frequently because they won, they both won a million dollars playing this game last year took massive players like they were they, they probably were two of the most massive player stand players in all of best ball felix mm-hmm. is drafting like felix is like 90 percent nico collins or some shit you know what i mean and that didn't really help him but he was cooper cup jt all the the winners he took huge stands on when you hit it you're like yeah what, what idiot drafts eight percent of every player you know when you hit when you draft 50 percent cooper cup last year you, you probably feel like, yeah, player takes are pretty important. But if you drafted 50% Robert Woods last year, you know, you have a very, you're probably like, oh my God, I can't do the player take thing. I got to smooth out my exposures. You know what I mean? And so I, I just think it's, it's, it's a problem with the game itself because it's one big slate that takes a whole year. It takes a yeah. whole year. You know, we start yeah. drafting in April. It pays out in January. So it's nine, it's a nine month slate and you know it's easy to start to fear the risk of ruin when it's nine months when it's one poker tournament when it's one dfs slate when it's one battle royale slate when it's one of any of those it's really easy to be like yeah nope took a stand on christian kirk like you did that didn't work okay we move on to you know we move on to week 15 but when it's a best ball slate it's like you idiot. Why would you ever take that big of a stand on that guy? You know, don't you know how risky that is? It's like, it, it, that's just a, that's, it, they're just different conversations that I think get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And they make it seem like it's like you have to do one or the other when you should be knowing how to incorporate your player takes into the structures that you are drafting. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, that's, and again, we'll get into that later. Um, I want to get into some of these teams that we drafted Absolutely. on stream. Yeah. Do you do you have any specific ones that you want to share, or do you want no, me to start? I want you to I, w- I want you to pull it up because I haven't done my my full research. And uh, when I was trying to go through some of those a little bit before this, <laughs> there's like none that I drafted that are any that are any good on stream. Whether it was me or um, you know with with somebody, but I know you had quite a bit of success on the stream drafts. Um, I have a couple that I want to go through, so. We'll start early. We'll start with the big board. And I don't know if anyone in the in the chat remembers or if you remember, but I drafted a team with Pat Corain. And I did not allow Pat Corain to draft a wide receiver <laughs> until the eighth or ninth round, I think it was. Something like that. And lo and behold, here we are. It's it's tight. We might not make it. We uh we're in second place with 1,510.9 points. Third place has 1,501.04. So we got about close to a 10-point lead here. Like, we're nursing that. But uh, let's look at this roster real quick. So we have Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts. So you, this is how old this is, right? You can see that Jalen Hurts. Kyler went before, yeah. Yep, Kyler was going before. We have Dalvin Cook, <laughs> Nick Chubb. Aaron Jones and Brees Hall as our running backs, which would have been pretty fun if Brees Hall stayed healthy. Here's uh, where it gets yeah. real interesting. 
We have Chase Claypool. Our <laughs> second wide receiver drafted was William Fuller. <laughs> second wide receiver drafted. Um, we have Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Jesus, Landry. Jesus, how old? How old are these wide receivers? <laughs> Julio, Devontae Parker, Nico Collins, Sky Moore, Quez Watkins, Deami Brown. We got Darius Slayton on a team. How we even drafted Jalen Rager. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch this later and yeah. see how the fuck we landed. You guys landed on Jalen Raker. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a 20 um, spot draft. Yeah, That's yep, how we get yep. down there. And then our tight ends are Kittle and Evan Ingram. So mm-hmm. that's good. The receivers is... are horrendous. But Oh, good point. I didn't even realize this. Top three advance in big boards. So yeah. we actually, we actually um, probably I mean, are going to make it in. We have a 50 point lead. That team's probably going to make the playoffs. I don't think it's going to do <laughs> do much, but hey, I just wanted Corrine to see that you could draft a wide receiver first in like the eighth or ninth round, and we could make it through. <laughs> yeah, turn this shit off. I'm about to kick you off the stream. But <laughs> can you pull can you pull the team up really fast one more time? Sure. I just want to see like you know because obviously when you think about this, right? You're mm-hmm. good at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're good at. I know there's no Brees, but even not having Brees. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, Dalvin Chubb and Darren Jones is good, right? Like yeah. theoretically, you could use all three of their scores and you are going to get a good quarterback score. So yeah. those are done. You just need to find three wide receiver weeks out of here. And like it doesn't look pretty, obviously, with like the specific names. But dude, I you know, crazy stuff happens when you have what how, what do you have 12 wide receivers? <laughs> Are you in a, I mean, crazy stuff happens when you yeah. have that many wide receivers. You know, they're not all obviously Wolf Fuller's not playing. Uh and Quez Quez got hurt and Rager really doesn't play. But I mean, I don't know, like if Julio Slayton, finds the like, found a youth for a game. If you just find three touchdowns, like you don't need to find three 30 point games. You just need to find three touchdowns. Right. Julio could do it. Slayton could do it. Nico could do it. Parker could do it. Boyd obviously could do it. Yep. I don't, you know, it. it's like it, it, it. I'm, I think the difference that we talk, this is actually really fascinating team to pull up. I'm glad you brought this one up because this is the difference between advancing and even maybe advancing a playoff round or some, or who knows, maybe two, if you really run that pure, at wide receiver but when you reach the finals you just don't have enough wide receiver juice to win to finish first in that final round absolutely not yeah you you could make it there just by sheer luck you know of some touchdown variants here and there but there's just no ceiling with these wide receivers and so you know the only way would be as if like this is the one in a billion chances cook Chubb, Aaron Jones all have their 40, their 40 point outburst games week 17, mm-hmm. right? Like, and what are the odds that happens? Like, right. slim and, to none. and, and because none of those guys, Chubb, I guess will be a, a little bit owned depending upon, upon what he does in the playoffs, but like, nobody's going to have Dalvin. Nobody's going to have Aaron Jones. Kittle's not going to be very popular. Right. So like you have outs to just spiking, a, uh, you know, uh, binking, a. a, a game from Aaron Jones, a 40 point game from Aaron Jones that literally no one else has. But yep. I mean, even then you you do still need wide receiver points. It's like you can't have eight wide receiver, eight to 10 wide receiver points across your three wide receiver spots or four. And so um, it's a really good example though of like, dude, if you want to like, especially in 20 rounds, 
if you just get a little lucky with a robust team, like, I mean, you didn't even really get lucky because you don't have Brees. Like if, if you get lucky and that Brees is ETN or whatever, mm-hmm. you're looking awesome at running back. But even though you have, you would have Dalvin Chubb, Aaron Jones and ETN, you, you, you couldn't ship, but and two awesome quarterbacks and a, a, a quote unquote elite tight end. Kittle hasn't yeah. been elite much this year. You, you can't win. Like you, you, you basically, you're drawing, you're drawing basically dead. Um, so it's it's kind of a fascinating team to to look at. Well, it also shows that like if you were to draft robust, and we had a specific parameter we were working around here, right? But if we say we kept Jalen Hurts and not Kyler, right? Or say we even kept Kyler. Say we took Kyler, and either way, we turned one of these quarterbacks into a stud wide receiver, and kept this running back room the way that it is, and we had yet just the one anchor wide receiver basically it makes you feel a lot better about that chance yeah. of 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 um shipping if you made it to the finals but again although this team was kind of like a joke team we still drafted within structure right like yeah. we this is like, structural drafting like this is you know, like you you committed to something and then you built the proper structure around that commitment right you know what i mean that commitment was we're going to get you did it backwards you know, you just said, I'm going to, I'm not going to, because it was funny. I'm not going to draft a wide receiver till X round. But what you really, what that really means is I'm going to draft the robust running back team with elite quarterbacks and an elite tight end. Yep. Is, that's what you really said. And so this is what it looks like. That, this is what that looks like. Yep. Do I like it? No. Was it fun? No. It was fun to make Karain squirm the entire draft. <laughs> Wasn't happy. The um, other thing that the other thing that is kind of an interesting lesson, I know I, I don't you could pick out any of the running backs. I don't really it's easy to use Brees because he got hurt. I, Brees yeah. would probably not be I, I would probably remove Dalvin or something. But if, I, I, some of my best teams are actually robust three running back teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's like basically people want to draw lessons among among all this stuff. My lesson is everything that I felt beforehand about extreme structures. All of my best teams are some form of extreme, meaning extreme zero RB, like yep. my first running back is Ramondre, right? Yep. Extreme robust with very right my th- my three running backs are just good enough and they stayed healthy. Like it could be like JT Chubb and Miles like I think I have one that's like Miles Sanders as my third running back. But I only drafted those three, and simply because those guys stayed healthy and they were good enough, I have so many wide receivers, I have elite quarterbacks, right? I have, I have all this other stuff. Or extremes like literally solo Kelsey, no other one tight end, just Kelsey, and that that allowed me to be like, dude, I I know. I'm not going to have, you know, Diggs or Devontae or Jefferson or, uh, uh, you know, Eckler or CMC or whatever, but I'm going to have more running backs and more wide receivers than everybody. And I'm probably going to have an elite quarterback. It's like the, the extremes like this. I think that's how you win this game. Yeah. All right. Do we want to pull up? I was, pull I was up. trying to find, yeah, you, you go ahead. You, you go ahead. Cause I'm, I'm trying to find. Uh, uh, so I brought my co-host. Dave on oh, from yeah. hometown ghost stories early and we did a we did a big board draft together and we can see here we're in third but we're in third with over 60 points so we're probably advancing this team i was inverted the uh 
the weekly goat who just wins 25 grand every week. <laughs> amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Is in second on this. But let's take a look at our team here. So we have Josh Allen and Justin Fields, which is a real fun quarterback. The nuts. Star. The nuts. So we have not Najee. the nut running backs. Not the nut nope. running backs. We went from the absolute nut quarterback to not the nut running backs. Nope. So we have <laughs> Najee. We have Aaron Jones, Kenneth Gainwell, Raheem Moster, Justin Jackson, Dearness oh. Johnson, Damian Pierce right at the end That's there. That's fine. What a run out on Justin Jackson, by the way. The fact that I know he's really not doing anything to yeah. help us in best ball. He's like, He's getting on the field and touching the football, which is probably better than what you expected when he ended up as the fourth running back for the Lions. Yeah, not the way I thought he was going to go. Was to, as <laughs> the fourth running back is the Lions when we drafted him. We have Diggs, Michael Pittman, Darnell Mooney, RIP, Chase Claypool, OBJ, Julio Jones, Isaiah McKenzie, Wandale, RIP, mm. Deami Brown, and then Noah Fant and Hunter Henry as our tight ends. So... Not it's it's like this is like I think the epitome of what you were talking about. Like this team's gonna get through, but I can't imagine it making much noise. Right. You, like, you have the nut quarterbacks mm-hmm. enough at running back to accumulate over the course of the year. Right. This is the this is another good example of the huge difference between advancing and winning a tournament when you when you just have all your running backs stayed healthy. Right, you hit on Damian Pierce. Yep, basically Mostert kind of. Yep. You hit on two two late-ish round running backs, mm-hmm. and you hit on quarterback, and it's like you just accumulate, and nobody got hurt. You know, I know you don't. And Mooney got hurt, and and Odell's not playing, but I mean, like the majority of your team is healthy, and accumulating points all year, and you hit on quarterback, and it's like you might advance that way when when three teams out of out of 12 advance it's like yeah but i mean how the hell is this team winning anything in the playoffs you know it just doesn't have the juice and so um another good another good example of i mean it's a good team but it's like a good example of you're not excited right right when you scrolled through your teams you were like oh it's cool this is advancing but i'm not like i'm not like when week 15 comes around and you're like probably actually sweating your teams thinking about the good ones you're not thinking about this one. It's fun that I ended up with a, I know Darnell Mooney's hurt, but we ended up with that Justin Fields double stack with Claypool and Mooney. What I think this team also shows is just the different headspace you can be in when you're drafting in. I This team was probably drafted in February or March. I would say, I mean, clearly it's a big board team, so that sounds likely. <laughs> um, it shows you where your headspace is then versus if I were to draft a team in August. I probably wouldn't have taken Pittman on this team. I probably wouldn't have touched Darnell Mooney at all. I mean, obviously, Damian Pierce would have been up the board a bit, but I still would have been in on Mostert. I can't imagine I would have thought about Justin Jackson at that point if it was later in the season. So it just shows you like where your headspace and what not only where your headspace is, but what information you have early, early in the season. So that's another one. Let me look at my list here. Um all right, so we're gonna get to the a little bit a little bit bigger stuff. Do we want to I gotta go to the regular season, which is right here. All right, do we just want to start with the big dog team? Yeah. And we've looked at this team before. 
This is the one I drafted on stream with Pete. You know, there's top four advance. You can see that we are in first and we have a 250 point lead over the next advancing team. So we almost have a 300. We just can't get outscored by 300 points, basically, <laughs> from all the teams behind us this week. So we are advancing this team. It's going to be a real sweat on Sunday. It's going to yeah. be a sweat. We want to rest all our guys. Um, so I I still need to go back and look at what the hell we did at quarterback there. Because we have Jalen Hurts, Ryan Tannehill, and Zach Wilson. And I don't. The only thing I can think of without rewatching, having rewatched the stream, is we were worried about. I think we got locked out of the second quarterback. I think we wanted like Tua or mm-hmm. Lawrence or something, and they went a lot earlier than they normally would have. And I think the fear was we took Tannehill. We'll go over it in a second because I think we have Burks, but. We'll, we'll hit that quarterback talk in a second. Running backs are Leonard Ford, Brees Hall, Ramondre, Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker, which is just studs, right? <sighs> that, that You hit so well that Brees being out literally could not possibly matter less. Right. I think it matters it, like when you when you get to those these – but this team is still live. This team reminds me of – a different version because Brees is different of ironically the team Pete and I drafted last year mm-hmm. that that did that did really well in uh, Best Ball Mania 2 where our you know our first running back was Mostert but still that was like the seventh round Brees was probably your fifth round pick it's not that, that, that's like close enough right and yep. so we lost Mostert on like the second snap of the <laughs> second snap of the season and finished eighth in Best Ball Mania 2 you have no Brees and like you have no Brees Hall and Leonard Fournette as your worst running back out of five. Yeah, like that's batshit crazy. Like that—that that is lit. Like you would—you would prefer the crazy thing about this is you would prefer to move Lenny into something else, right? And you were just like talking about the three quarterback thing. You would prefer to move a quarterback and Lenny into something else. I don't care what it is. Yeah, but like you are blowing away the field because you hit on so many things and you're still like, damn it, what if we did this? You know what I mean? That's how yep. crazy you hit on so many things. Well, how many teams are having Kenneth Walker drive them to the postseason, right? And then you mm-hmm. look at our team and he's <laughs> barely outscoring Brees Hall still because yeah. our other running backs hit so hard in certain spot, spots. So we go to wide receiver and this is how we have a chance to win cuz we do have firepower at the wide receiver position too. So we have CD Lamb, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, MVS, Burks, McCole Hardman, Alec Pierce, and Will Fuller, which just seems to be a recurring theme, you know. But there's still juice here even though Oh, without there's there's definitely juice here cuz you're just looking at you're I'm we're probably playing three running backs a lot of the time. Yeah for the flex so we're talking lenny is the problem lenny the problem on this team is len is leonard fournette not even will fuller the problem is leonard fournette like because if he were like if, you know i'm not trying it's always easy we'll go through a million teams today probably it's always easy to say well what if this guy was this guy but like if lenny was whatever tyreek or even a tight end you're you know mark andrews you're like yeah. god damn this team is uh unstoppable and we have CD and AJ Brown for two of the three wide receiver spots. And then you're just telling me that I need Judy, MVS, 
Burks, Hal Alec Pierce to to find a, to find a game here and there. Pierce so, has more. Pierce has scored more points for this team than Traylon Burks. I know Burks has more weekly upside right now. Yeah. Uh, assuming this concussion's not a big deal, but like Pierce is a good wide receiver to have on your teams. He's not going to win you the week. But what he scored like eighteen fantasy points or something like that this this past week. Like, dude, yeah. you get that from your fifteenth round pick on a team that needs the wide receiver juice. Like, yeah, he can do that. He can die for eighty and a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. And we have Gerald Everett, who is fine because he's plays tight end. <laughs> and we have Gesicki, who has had some games here and there. So it's a possibility. So like this team, I'm actually excited about because. I, I don't think you have to come in first every week in the playoffs in the big dog. No. Uh, you, it's a little easier to advance, and I think we have the juice to actually squeak this team into some fun things, to be honest. Lundar, the Vikings fan, is already pre-tilting Week 15 uh, Colts uh, <laughs> offensive players against uh, – I know he's a, he's a Vikings fan, <clears throat> and he's uh, – well, don't worry – Pierce is going to eat against my Vikings in week 15. They <laughs> suck on defense. Perfect. Then I love it. So, yeah, this quarterback thing, I think basically what happened was we panicked. We grabbed Tannehill to appear with Burks because we missed out on our quarterbacks. But that's I, fine. You just don't need Zach Wilson. I think then we were like, well, Tannehill might not keep the job all year. This is what I, I'm trying to go back to when we drafted. Little and, did you know, Zach Wilson was the one that wasn't going to keep the job all year. That's great. Right, right. So, and who the, I mean, we thought Hertz was going to be really, really good. I didn't know we were getting MVP Hertz. Yeah. Like, you know, so QB there's something. Three, yeah. So to your point, as good as this team is, there's definitely things that like, if I could just go back and tweak one or two things, and like not even the Brees Hall thing, leave Brees Hall there. Yeah. Right. Like, because it was, a, I think that's fine. But if we could just tweak one or two things, then. And we, and we I remember drafting CD first. We decided to draft CD in the first round to just get the team a little more unique. Over and, Devante Kelsey. Um, might've been, or they might've already been gone. If I, I can't remember for sure. But. Definitely no regrets if they were already gone. If they were already gone, it's just another little... There's like three things on the whole team where mm-hmm. you're like, damn it. Again, Brees is not one. Injuries or whatever. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I want to say they were already gone. The third quarterback, Lenny, and then if if they were not already gone, you're like, oh man, Diggs or Devontae look a little better than CD here. Right. All right. Let's, I'll, I'll, I want to hit some... I, I want to hit some of the comments. Okay. Um, just because there's been, there's first of all, Lundar, you're goddamn right. I ran a four five forty way back in the day. I probably run a five five forty now <laughs> nowadays in my in my old age. But I would cook the corpse of Patrick Peterson. You bet your got you bet your ass. I would cook cook Patrick Peterson. Did you see him getting? Did you say you ran a four four? I ran a four four five. Yeah. Oh <clears throat> Jesus Christ, that's impressive. I ran a four eight, and I was happy that I was able to do that. Now I've run like a seven eight at this point. Well, in my I life. played. I, I did play college defensive back. I can't run a. You can't run a fucking five flat forty <laughs> and uh, cover cover guys. Um, but seriously, the corpse of Patrick Peterson, Garrett Wilson, made that dude like he needs to. Re- he almost probably did pull Devonte Davis and retired at half. That Garrett Wilson was if if they would ever call holding penalties or pi or whatever on Patrick Peterson, he was just mug every time Garrett Wilson got open. It was the only time it didn't get completed was because he absolutely mugged him. 
So yeah, I, I'm excited for anyone. Christian Watson's a good one. Week 17, as long as the Packers don't totally tank it off. Um, Christian Watson against the against the Vikings could be fun in uh, in in week 17. Um, uh, this is this is kind of an interesting one actually. B. Kurt says he's he's hoping for Elijah Moore, and I know Elijah Moore hasn't popped off, but he's another guy when you get on your teams that if he's there. I think, you know, he's a he's not a guy you're like, oh, my God, you know, oh, my God, yes, this is a stone-cold smash. But he's a guy where, like, dude, with Mike White in there now, the Jets are going to score points on everybody. Do I know who it's going to be? I mean, of course, your first bet is Garrett Wilson. But, like, Tyler Conklin got, like, six targets this week or something like that. Uh, Elijah Moore... <laughs> Once they once they realize that Bre- every route that Braxton Berrios runs needs to be an Elijah Moore uh, route, like he, he's got real upside. Like if Elijah Moore popped off for a twenty five point game in the playoffs or in Week Seventeen, would I be surprised? Absolutely not. So he's a really good example of a guy um, I am excited for. Terrence should have listened to us on the Saints. Yeah, I mean Jesus, two years in a row, both Rob and I have been talking about uh, the. I, I called the Saints. Uh, my house of cards offense two two years ago that that, that that's one w i would like to take out of like a hundred l's but like the, the saints were terrible last year and they're worse this year oh it, it feels better because olave is like hitting but like is olave really like hitting hitting you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and maybe that'll change maybe he goes for 150 and two against somebody in the playoffs but olave is like a sexier Curtis Samuel, like Curtis Samuel's helping you because he's getting multiple double digit weeks. He had one like 19 point week. Like it's helping you. Olave's like, we know he's really good at football. Like there's no questioning that. Like, so you like, you hit on, you know, if this were, uh, uh, what was the old game that they came out with like NFL head coach. Yeah. NFL yeah. head coach. Yeah. If this were NFL head coach. And you drafted Chris Olave. You're like, you're goddamn right. Like I'm a, I'm a, genius that's just that's not how it works like i think deontay johnson is good too but he's fucking useless in in best ball Olave's not deontay but i i, I he's just not like like I, I garrett wilson is like if garrett wilson's on my team i'm like you're goddamn right this team is you know has a smash Olave's like i'm happy but i'm not like you know rocket ship emoji Basically, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's all the Saints. It has nothing to do with Alave. It's it's strictly only um, a Saints issue. Um, and then I wanted to there was there's there's some more here. This is a this is a sick team. Cobra Kai is back is a funny name. I demanded my I, I demand my Jefferson Tyreek AJ Brown team, which I think I have a couple of these too, like maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. With a lot, I don't have this with Olave. Juju, Curtis Samuel, and Jalen Hurts. So he has a Hurts AJB stack with Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, Olave, Juju, and Curtis Samuel at wide receiver. Uh, if you have even like reasonable running backs, yeah, and, and uh, tight ends that are running routes, you know, th- these are the teams you want to be excited for. And I think it goes back to that wide receiver juice thing that we were talking about. Like, as long as you have the wide receiver juice, dude, running back can just it can just fall your way, right? Nobody, nobody thought two weeks ago Samaj P. Ryan was going to be the the RB one for two weeks or whatever. That that shit happens, dude. Uh, any any given time, somebody gets a concussion, 
the backup steps in and, you know, or somebody gets shut down because the team stinks, right? Justin, next thing you know, week 16, Justin Jackson is the RB1 for the Detroit Lions. And that team you showed has, has legs. I just think, you know, if you have the wide receiver firepower, you have good quarterback play, and you just have tight ends that are at least okay. Of course, you want Kelsey, but if you at least have okay tight ends, your team's live. Yeah, like your your team's live. Yeah. So they brought it up in the chat that I could bring up the board for the for the big dog. We won't do this for every team, but yeah, we will do it for this one. Um, so we did take Lamb over Kelsey, and I think the thought process was we had Pete on stream. I don't know if you'd notice how many red badges we have here. Yeah. But there's quite a few. And we probably were worried about this being a, you know, a standard. Felix, Casey, Chris G. Who's Sniper? I know who Sniper is, but I can't remember who Sniper is. And Young Man Coffee. I've seen Young Man Coffee. So like half the room is ship chasing people. You would think so. Yeah. So we were like, let's grab CD to have a wide receiver. And we grabbed him over Kelsey. And I don't think we expected someone like AJ Brown to come back to us here or when he did great. And you can see that we grabbed Leonard Fournette a lot later than he normally went. So it's not like we grabbed yep. Fournette in his normal spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he went between Jalen Waddle and Gabe Davis who both went. I mean, the, o- the only thing that would have been better here would have been grabbing Nick Chubb over Leonard Fournette, in my opinion. Yeah. That was I mean, that's complete hindsight, right? Yeah, like, it's easy to say now, but yeah. you look back and you're like, oh, my God. Can you imagine if we took Nick Chubb? Like, yeah, and then just left the team the rest of the way. Holy shit. Seriously, though, if Nick Chubb was on this team, oh, my God. Yeah, like that's that's the one flip that would have been like pretty freaking crazy. Um, and then everything else is kind of like, all right, we took Jerry Judy over, you know, maybe Godwin's better there, I guess. Would have been a better play. Yeah, but First, I think you it's know, fun. like these are all one for ones. Let's see the quarterback. Late fourth, quick. James Connor is funny. Late fourth, James Connor, and it, it, it eventually became a ship chasing room. Yeah. So we saw Trevor Lawrence go in the eleventh. We saw Justin Fields go in the twelfth. How we saw Mac Jones and Matt Ryan go in the thirteenth round in this Matt draft. Ryan, wow. So that's, I think this is what happened with us at quarterback where we were just like, just push it. Right. We had hurts. Um, so that kind of explains the quarterback thing a little bit. And our last two picks were Tannehill and Zach Wilson. Like we just pushed quarterback to the very, very end. So I don't hate it. I mean, like who, like if you look at the guys drafted around them, it's not like we really missed on too much. No. Mostert, no. maybe like I think I think you prefer a third tight end though over the third. Oh, I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah, um, that I've been fine with it. But look at the tight ends that were taken. I was like, yeah, shitty. Trey McBride, Brevin Jordan. There was no really goody. There's no good answer but I, really but right it, there. In a nutshell, I think you're right. I think you want the third tight end over the um, over the other quarterback there, especially when you have hurts. So that's uh. That's a good point. I like I liked looking at the board. It kind of made things make a little more sense as well. All right. So let me find another team that we can probably dunk on. <laughs> I know we're going to go to Best Ball Mania next. And I know the first team we're going to look at 
Let's look at my big team. My team that's I have 1,756 points on. Let's go with that team first. This I didn't draft Damn, this seven, on stream. 1,756. My highest yeah. is in BBM is 1,727. So this team's a little unique. Um, so, yeah, we got 1,756 on this team. And I try to do a double bully tight end. I think double elite quarterback. Mm-hmm on this one so we have Mahomes and Jalen Hurts running back we went Singletary Miles Sanders Daryl Henderson Michael Carter Raheem Mostert Dearness Johnson so it's like fine you know like it's nothing flashy wide receivers we still got Diggs Higgins Christian Kirk MVS Nico Christian Watson Devin DuVernay and Sammy Watkins for some reason. Is this and with Davis? <laughs> I know. This is probably my one Sammy Watkins team. <laughs> um, and then at tight end, we have Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller, which I kind of like the way this team fell. I mean, maybe one stronger running back somehow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Henderson run out has been brutal. Just mm-hmm. and the Michael Carter run out has yeah. been brutal because it everything fell kind of place. everything fell. I mean, the Rams sucking didn't fall fall into place, but right. like he, he was the RB one. Like it, it, you draft a twelfth round running back, and he he doesn't need an injury yeah. to be the RB one on the 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 reigning Super Bowl champs. Like, yeah, that's awesome, right? Michael Carter, the thesis was he's going to be a committee guy, and then. He has the contingent value. He was a community guy. He lost that kind of, but still he was getting work and his, the, the contingency bet paid off and the team's better than everybody thought it was, but they're used that, you know, they're both Michael Carter. We'll see. Uh, I, I don't really believe they're going to give Zonovan night every single touch down the stretch, but you know, we'll see Henderson though. is just, it's a brutal, brutal run out, man. Absolutely. Yeah. brutal. Yeah, and I like advancing this type of team with Mahomes and Hurts to the playoffs just because that one of them has the the dip game and knocks out a lot of the Mahomes teams or Hurts has that one dip game and knocks out a lot of the Hurts teams, but Mahomes elevates it or vice versa and you still get both of those guys through to like the finals. That's a lot of fun in my opinion to have quarterbacks a double quarterback team like that. Didn't do well, it a ton. Will you draft any uh, double elite tight ends, nec- tight end teams next year? Like this? Well, there, there's only one elite tight end, so it's impossible to <laughs> draft a double elite tight end. Good, next year. good point. Very good point. All right, so next team that we drafted on stream was with Veronica, professional poker player. Yep. And that draft was a lot of fun as she wasn't uh, a big, you know, she was learning on the fly. And we were having fun with it. And we started with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers as our quarterbacks. You know, RIP to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, running back room's brutal. How this team's getting through, who knows? We have Najee, Chase Edmonds, Alexander Madison, Kenneth Gainwell, Khalil Herbert, and Chris Evans at the RB spots. Wide receivers, we have Devontae Adams, Gabe Davis, Amonra, Devonta Smith. Brandon Ayuk, Sky Moore, Christian Watson. And we have Noah Fant, Taysom Hill, Daniel mm. Bellinger as our tight ends. So 
The running back spot is a little brutal. Of I course. mean, you're advancing because of everywhere else. Oh, absolutely. My um, Lord, everywhere else is beautiful. We we crushed the wide receiver portion of this draft with And then Devontae. you get, right, you get Taysom to help, you know, it's a, we've talked about this too. Like if you're going to punt tight end, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I want to, I want to spend more time thinking about the, our, Taysom is, I don't mean to find the guy who happens to have played quarterback in the past, you know, is this weird guy. I know that some people, you know, were really fixated on Taysom. And I think that was a good, a smart process. I don't mean to try to find a backup quarterback who is tight end eligible moving forward. I just mean, I think with, like you just said, there's one elite tight end. Mm-hmm. tight end is certainly going to be viable. It's going to be high variance, but it's going to be viable. So finding, spending more time finding the right archetypes instead of sometimes I was a little bit lazy. I had some of my guys that I liked, which have largely whiffed, but also then I'm like, well, I'm just going to stack it up. Right. I have Ryan Tannehill. I'll take Austin Hooper. I have this, you know, I have whoever Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Robert Tunyon. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't stack with your tight end, but I'm just saying when you look at your teams now and you're like, you have this, you have Noah Fant, Taysom Hill and Daniel Bellinger. That is a tight end room when you totally punted it off at tight end that I think you can win one of these tournaments with. In my yeah. Opinion. And I want to do that more next year, I think specifically because of what the tight end position has done this year. And Taysom is like next level in this spot, and I don't expect to get that production out of that second tight end consistently. But just half of that, right? Say he had 40-something or 50 points or whatever. You're happy with the three tight ends because you're just just shuffling cards and throwing one out there for the most Mm -hmm. part. So, yeah, I mean, this team's not bad. It's, It's got a ton of firepower at wide receiver. We can hit on some of these running backs, maybe, you know. Isn't it chase- I, I think the story of these running backs is like, isn't it funny how sometimes running back doesn't matter? Yeah. On uh, particularly to advance. People love their running backs in the space. There's a there's there's a reason why we talk about like zero RB and structure and all that kind of stuff all year. There's a reason why I draft. I drafted like 50% zero RB teams in best ball mania. It's mm-hmm. because people think it's risky or, 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 or just scary or whatever. When in reality, it's like, dude, if you hit elsewhere, it doesn't really matter. Look at this team. This team's going to advance with chase Edmonds is useless. Dalvin <laughs> cook has played all Dalvin cook has played all year. Alexander Madison happened to, you know, bonk a couple touchdowns. But like, mm-hmm. who cares? Kenneth Gainwell is like not even really the handcuff to to, to Miles Sanders. He's in a three way three way committee. Khalil Herbert really helped you with a couple of weeks, but it's not like he smashed. And you got zero points from Chris Evans, and you literally took the worst first round pick in all fan. You know the the first worst one two turn pick in all fantasy. Najee has been awful, but yep. like if you hit quarterback, wide receiver, and your tight ends are decent, running back doesn't matter to advance. Now, you, you know you need points to win the tournament, but to advance running back, is like the least important thing. It's, it sounds crazy to say, but like you just need guys getting some kind of points at running back, right? You can't, you can't have Javante and Brees and all that. This team mostly stayed healthy. You get a little lucky with a Madison touchdown here and there, a Gainwell touchdown here and there, a couple good Cleo Herbert weeks and Najee scoring his, you know, five points a week (laughs) and you're good. Right.
All right, let's do the best ball breakfast team. And if I remember correctly, I didn't try to jump in this best ball draft, best ball breakfast draft with Pete. I was just doing drafts. And then I saw the room and I was like, please don't let Pete be streaming this. And <laughs> then I checked and I was like, come on, bro. Like, cause I was, I was making a conscious effort this year not to be in streamers drafts at all. Like I just didn't want to be. So I think that's the way this one went down. I could be wrong. Um, but we are in second in this one and we have a 70 point lead. So we're in real good shape of advancing this team. Let's take a look at what we mm. got. Penny, we got Penny's, the, Penny's the moster. Penny's the moster to this year. Yeah. Was a great. Was, was just going to smash and got hurt too early. Yeah, so it's Mahomes and Zach Wilson, Rashad Penny, which, you know, we just click the button a little differently there and end up on Kenneth Walker. You're in a lot better space. But we got Ramondre, Damian Pierce, Rashad White, who's coming on, Gus Edwards, J.D. McKissick, Raheem Mostert for our running backs still really good running backs wide receiver is Debo Cortland Sutton Elijah Moore Devonta Smith Christian Kirk MVS Kendrick Bourne room context is important for this right it's a <laughs> best ball breakfast draft your wide receivers are not going to be strong like <laughs> at all for the most part and we have Travis but Kelsey is, but that's okay this, that, that that relative again like you said relative to the room this is this that's not that's not bad. Obviously, it's like none of the. I mean, Devonta Smith and Christian Kirk are league winner esque. They're 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 in the mm-hmm. certainly above average tier. The other guys are not, but like they're functional. If you have Debo on a team, you're not mad. You wish it was AJ Brown, but you're not. You're not mad. Right. All these guys are useful, right? And we have Kelsey at tight end. Um, and this just helps to perpetuate the fact that like if you have Kelsey. I have CJ Azuma here who probably got me these points on Kelsey's bye week and it was Correct. three points, right? <laughs> like, and it's just like, great, thanks. Thanks for those three points, CJ Azuma. <laughs> perfect segue. Uh, perfect segue. Uh, if, if you don't mind, I want to bring up uh, uh, Morvin's uh, comment here. Is there any easy way to see which players you need to perform for your team or underperform for closer teams? near you on your on your teams that are you know within 20 points back there is not an easy way to see that from within the tool i will i will kind of share my screen and just kind of for anybody that doesn't know like what he's talking about so if you go to the lineups page on spike week um you know so you go to draft tools and you go to draft iq and then you go to the lineups page so i'm just on all my underdog teams here i have it sorted by points um i'll sort it by points behind because that's kind of fun to to look at the teams that are close right um so it's let me zoom in so it's easier to see um it i mean isn't this crazy like a this isn't you know well oh, the big board was three advancing um but 0. 0.5 one team 0. 0.5 points behind one team 0. 0.78 two four right but um you cannot you cannot see um, which specific, you know, players that you need for that that given team. It's definitely something we've we've discussed. One thing you can do it's it. This isn't by team necessarily, but we did add this advance rates page, which I'll flip over to this adv- advance rates page really fast, and you can see again by any single tournament. I'll just go to all, um, and uh, 
So you see, you see, you know, all all my contests here and you see, this is so funny. Like you can see the players that are on your advancing teams and you can see the structures, right. And the, 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 the roster builds that are on your advancing teams. And so obviously I drafted Mike Davis once and he's advancing. I drafted AJ green. What the fuck once. And he's advancing Brees hall literally once. And he's advancing Josh Jacobs. Shocker five times, almost always advancing Ken Walker almost always advancing, but not like high volume. So it's kind of a, this isn't, you know, totally solving the the question that you have. You definitely have to go into the specific site, something we're, we're very much considering, but like kind of combining all of this stuff, being able to look at the lineups and search all that kind of stuff. I kind of know what I'm rooting for, right? Like I know who my, right. I have 27 Patrick Mahomes teams with a 41% advance rate on those Patrick Mahomes teams. It's like, Okay, I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes. You'll notice it's a lot of elite quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, right? I'm rooting for these guys. Shockingly rooting for Derrick Henry, which Derrick Henry, which makes me sick. Um, you know, Miles Sanders, I've, I, I have found out in this research, uh, to Morvin's point, is probably my most important player in all of best ball. He is on 60 teams out of you know 270 and has a 35% advance rate. And he's on teams, he's on more teams than just advancing right he's on close he's on close teams when i started to dig into it and so kind of the the combination between this and um that lineup and that lineups page was helpful for me that to kind of back into this this question that you had um and i've literally spent far too much time uh thinking about all exactly basically your question and trying to find out who is important to me you can't see the underperform for the teams near you from here, but you can definitely see the, uh, you know, the teams you, the the players you want to perform uh, pretty easily. You're muted. And I think something you could have done that you didn't do there is you could have, um, instead of doing it by like the 100%, you could have, you could have switched it to your most drafted players up the top of the list. And that makes it a little easier to see the players that you're really like looking for, right? Instead of scrolling through, yep. that that would be one way to do it as well. Instead of looking at advance rate, look at your number drafted, the top of right. that, and that helps a ton. And you, like you said, you know you're rooting for Miles Sanders. He's like your most important player, and you can kind of figure that out by looking at that. Yeah. So, it, so, so like that's not an, you definitely are going to have to do like a little bit of individual digging for like any individual specific team, mm-hmm. but like you can find out pretty quickly, like who you need to root for. Yeah. If you're volume drafting, you're, you know, you're looking at the, the whole picture. It's tough to break down every team. If you drafted 576 <laughs> teams, like trying to figure out you're, you're going to go insane trying to figure out like, I need this guy to do this, but this guy not to do this, you know, you just you got to root for the percentages at that point. I wanted to bring up, not to uh, you know cut off the some of the stream. We can we can definitely bounce back, <clears throat> but it just had me thinking about. So you brought up your highest scoring team. My highest scoring team in BBM is kind of what we talked about closer to the beginning with like some of the extremes. Yep. You see, you see here. Um, you know, if you're watching on YouTube. You zoom just like yep. one thing, and I think that yep. would be better. Maybe one more. Yeah. There we oh, go. Oh God! Oh, that's too much. Oh God! Too much zoom. We've given too you too zoom. much power. Right. There we yes. go. Yes. 
All right. So a three seven seven one build. Fun. Right. So my QB one is Justin Fields. So clearly that has worked very well mm-hmm. in terms of high scoring teams. One other thing that I thought was like remotely interesting was um, you know, got really good ADP value. Like it's something I don't frequently look at. Like you look over, like look over here at this super flex team. It's like this combination of things where like my second highest scoring team is of course a super flex team. So that super flex is naturally going to score, score more points. And it's just fields and whichever Steelers quarterback. So that's kind of funny, but I didn't particularly get good value um, with the super flex team. But with this, this BBM team, I got good value and I drafted late round QB, right? Um, and I drafted zero RB. So again, you see my boy Miles Sanders pop up here. Justin Fields is probably very unsurprising. But honestly, the other two quarterbacks, you're like Jared Goff and Marcus Mariota. But like when you pair them with Justin Fields, mostly they just got me through those early, what, first, what was it, like four or five, six weeks of Justin Fields where he wasn't very good. And Goff and Mariota probably like ping-ponged 18-point weeks got me through then Justin Fields pops off and they also provide a, you know Mariota needs to keep the job obviously coming out of the bye for the playoffs but like yep. they provide a little bit of cover for those first two rounds of the playoffs where like you know you don't need the absolute stone cold nuts right you you need good scores but like if these guys score 20 points in the week 15 or 16 you can win, you know. Justin Fields has tough matchups. For anyone's wondering why I'm why I'm saying that, but late round QB. So talk about the extremes. This is my highest scoring team. This isn't like the most live team that I think I have necessarily, but like this is the team that I have that scored the most points. And you would look at it after the draft, and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way this is your highest scoring team. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, zero RB. The I mean, Miles Sanders has been a hit, but like Singletary, meh. Naheem Hines, ironically, I now have like quasi handcuffed my uh, guy, except James Cook's probably going to smash and bury both of them. James Robinson, mostly useless. Zamir White, useless. McKinnon's been all right. And Boston Scott, handcuffed my handcuffed, handcuffed Miles Sanders with uh, with Boston Scott. Like, are the running backs good? Not really at all. It's just kind of like the team you showed. If you get enough, you just get enough and that the, the weeks kind of layer in it works. And then, you know, Devonte T Gabe, Amon Ra, Devonta Smith, MVS, and then Kelsey. And yep. I, I only took Kelsey. So like to that extreme point, I just smashed these wide receivers with Kelsey and then loaded up a bunch of shitty running backs and shitty quarterbacks. And sometimes it just works out for you. It's my highest scoring team. And I, I don't know how live it is, but it's not dead. You know what I mean? Um, and so I thought it was another kind of interesting example in terms of the extreme strategies. I think it's good to show that Kelsey team because as of now, he might be the only one you can do that single tight end yeah. with next year. And God, he's going to be 47 years old next year, right? Something like that. <laughs> 35. 30, he turns 35 next year, right? Yeah. Like literally, he actually, yeah. it's not exaggeration. Yeah, it's it's somewhere 34, 35 years old in that in that wheelhouse. So um, who knows how long he can keep doing this. I mean, he's still doing it. I'm not going to, until he's, I'll, I'll be a year late on Kelsey is the way I look at it. Like usually you want to be a year early on a player 
and not and stop, you know, drafting him then. I'll be a year late on Kelsey just because of the position. So I'll smash Kelsey next year and I'll feel fine about it. Um, do you have other teams you wanted to show up there or do you yeah, want to go well, back to I, one of these streams? I want to hit a couple questions really quickly. Marathon mm-hmm. says, is there a public list for advance rates of players overall? If I have 50% Jamal Williams advancing, but 25% of Jamal teams overall are advancing, I know where I have some leverage. I believe you can go to this is not, this is not perfect. But if you go to the underdog Discord, they have a channel <sighs> bot commands or something like that. Um, if you go to their announcements channel, I think it's in there. You'll be able to find where they say it. Um, I think it's hashtag bot commands. But anyway, they you can download the data uh, directly from underdog that has all the first place teams. So it's not uh, there you go. So go to go to that go to I think it's go to bot commands and go to and do this what you just said um, and call that data and uh, it'll give you all the I believe it's all the first place teams so it's not apples to apples with advanced rate but it probably gets you close enough to what you're looking for in terms of uh, uh, comparing it you know in terms trying to find leverage uh, leverage players um, it's also a little different because leverage. It, leverage doesn't exist that way. Like you could, like you could get to your pod, right? Because this format, it's not a DFS tournament. It's like a twelve-person DFS tournament in week fifteen. But like, if Jamal has a fifty percent advance rate, but Jamal could be eighty percent on your pod, or he could be twenty percent on your pod. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it's a little it's a little difficult to to do that. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, um, it really doesn't matter till the finals so much. Yeah. Yeah, the finals is absolutely where it matters, and they'll post that. Um, Underdog will definitely. Yeah, they were good um, about that last year. Yeah, post that. Um, Felix, honestly, I don't know. I um, I I was trying to find it, and I didn't look. (laughs) I didn't label our uh, draft stream, so I totally apologize. But I'm gonna search my Najee teams really quickly, and um, all three of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean. Let me zoom back out a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so we draft shocker that I had Felix on the show and we drafted a uh, Najee Harris team. I have four. So what? 0% advance rate, but one's close. I'm guessing. I know that it was three, three Najee teams in best ball mania. Yeah. One puppy team with, uh, with Najee and three, three best ball team, three best ball mania teams. With Najee. I am guaranteed. So I'm almost certain that it's this one, this first one over here. Let me do one, one more zoom. I'm almost certain that it's this one. We are 8.92 points back with uh, uh, with uh, Kyler. Zach Wilson is terrible. This is definitely the team because I know how much uh, Felix – this is like the Felix special. Zach Wilson, uh, Najee. Uh, I, think, I think he was into Kyler too. But Najee, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary. Tony, yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce, Khalil Herbert, and yeah, Hassan Haskins. This is the team, and I we've spotted all of his guys. Uh, Hassan Haskins was one of his guys. Uh, if Snoop Connor was on here, it really would have been a dead a dead <laughs> giveaway. Uh, Hollywood, Gabe, Amon Ra, Tony, Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson, Nico, Zay, Mark Andrews, and Hayden Hurst. Right. This is a good team. 
this is a good team. I mean, Zach Wilson is dead, so it's all riding on Kyler. But every running back is healthy except Herbert, right? Um, and he'll be back in week 16, I think. Mm-hmm. Every wide receiver is healthy because Tony's back. Andrews and Hurst is totally fine at, at, at tight end. It just needs to get in there. It just, we need to make up nine points. Kyler, we probably are not it. We were probably advancing, and no, then the bye week. Yep. The but yeah, Kyler bye week with Zach Wilson benched, um, hurt. But it's alive. It, it this team is alive to do damage, not just. Uh, so while we're reviewing stream stream teams, it is it is alive to do damage as well as uh, alive to advance. Obviously, down by nine points. Yeah, I mean, I like that team if it gets through. Should be, uh, should be able to. I mean, yeah, this is uh, Felix. This is the problem. Jets QB was the play, just the wrong one. That's because one Jets QB is good, and one's jet one Jets QB is uh should go play in the CFL. They should all go play in the CFL. <laughs> if we're being Listen, honest, I locked Mike White in uh in DFS on Sunday. In, uh, Did you? In, I, I yeah I I uh, I only I only twenty maxed. I was gonna I was gonna one fifty. I just didn't have. I ran out of time, kind of on Sunday and I, I ran 20 teams with a, uh, all, all Mike white. And, uh, honestly it was totally fine. My, my whiff had nothing to do with, with, you know, Garrett Wilson was great. It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with, uh, fading Amon Ross St. Brown as he scores another zero <laughs> percent Amon Ra on a 40 point week when he's 50% owned is typically not going to work out very well. Um, Sunday was the most tilting football day of my life. I was super sick. I was in a house that was built in the mid 1600s <laughs> that they've never updated. So there's literally one electrical outlet in there. I'm there's no heat. So the house was 27 degrees and I'm making a run at the Sunday million on FanDuel <laughs> and I'm like filming and doing stuff and like, the few oh. times that I wasn't doing stuff, I'm watching my team inch up. We finished twentieth in the Sunday Million. We almost got them. We came God. close. Sky Moore, Sky, yes, yeah, Sky Moore, Sky Moore scores like you know a touchdown or something. I don't know if we win, but we get top five, top ten, and uh, yeah, goddamn Sky Moore. Team There's was a crushing. sick. There is a sick kind of mind meld going on between you and I. We've clearly talked too many times over the course of, you know, 12 to 18 months <clears throat> because we didn't talk on Sunday. We didn't, we talked on like last, what, Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, and never talked again for the next few days. Yep. And you have a team that ships a million dollars or whatever, uh, 250,000, with, with Sky Moore. My DFS teams were, you know, I, I obviously I went all in jets, so I wasn't live to ship anything in DFS. So I'm like, you know what, let's have a cocktail and, Throw some same game parlays on the, af- the afternoon slate was awesome this week, right? Bengals, Chiefs, um, Seahawks, Rams, Chargers, Raiders. It was awesome. Let's let's uh, had buddy over. Let's run some same game parlays. Had a a hundred dollar same game parlay on the Bengals Chiefs game to win twenty eight grand. Everything hit except Sky Moore's over receiving yards. And you and I are talking a couple days later after we both basically died from some <laughs> some illness, whatever, whatever flu or cold or whatever that you transmitted to me over uh, StreamYard. 
the <laughs> we both are like oh yeah by the way sunday was like you know uh, was was crazy or whatever we're shooting the shit and it's like yeah we were you know you are like sharing the team as i'm typing my message like i was just sky <laughs> i needed 22 sky more receiving yards <laughs> for thirty thousand dollars and you're like i needed a sky more you know i could have used 22 sky more receiving yards for a million dollars and we're like what the f-? you know it was like a total mind melt situation but it all really comes back to sky Moore's fucking terrible and uh we <laughs> we all we all drafted the worst Chiefs wide receiver in the eighth round. Yeah, it was so it was so painful, so tilting. And I was fighting with the optimizer that morning because I'm like I had to leave the house, and I was trying to get like thirty percent Kelsey, and the Rotogrinders optimizer was spitting out even if I put in thirty percent Kelsey was giving me zero percent, and I just got like frustrated, and I was just like whatever. Whatever you want me to do, optimizer, and How that's that what I out. learned. I learned yep. the optimizer knows more than me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen again. I have a few more teams to get through here. So this is the last Best Ball Mania team, and we see some familiar faces in this one. This was a solo draft on June 21st. We see Felix in 12th place, as is predicted. Um, I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a Najee team. <laughs> going on there Najee zach wilson you know uh, yeah. we know what's uh, just look just look at it just click it just click, just click it. it i just want to i just want to yep perfect okay yep we got the we got the <laughs> naji etn cordero patterson t higgins elijah moore yeah, Kyle Pitts. Oh, and Kyle Pitts. Oh, Dawson my Lord. Lord. Beautiful. This looks, like my, this looks like my teams. <laughs> um, 11th place, I was inverted. Oh, my God. You didn't win something. So that's that's new. This was a friends and family draft. 100%. New me in Numi's in here. You're in here in sixth Dan's, place. Dan's DB7. Dan, our freaking boss is in yeah. this draft <laughs> advancing. He advancing. just hops in every draft that we do, and he crushes. He just, just absolutely crushes. smashes. <laughs> Let's look at your team. You have Fields on this team, which is good. Um, Saquon, Nick Chubb, Cam Akers, Rashad White. Robust, robust teams. This is what I get. Look at those shitty wide receivers. Yeah, the wide receivers really killed you here. Yep. But you, oh, and you, God, you buried Kelsey on this team. Every non-advancing Kelsey team is painful. It is painful. Um, let's look at Dan's team real quick. Carl Lawrence. DeAndre Swift, James Conner, Kenneth Walker, Ramondre. How do we allow this? How did we allow this to happen? Jesus Christ. Ken Walker, Ramondre, and Mostert with, like, Swift and Conner have really not been that good. But I bet he's doing the shit that we're talking about on this uh, stream where it's like, he looks Mm -hmm. at this one, it's advancing, and he's like, "Uh, I'm getting Swift and Conner through. Uh, Yeah, that that sounds pretty good. It has Devontae, Amari. Like, this team's nice. Yeah, I mean, the wide receivers do fall off a bit. Um, Waller hurts, if unless he does come back. Evan Ingram, Taysom Hill. He said he's coming back next week. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. But so, yeah, he gets that car double stack. I mean, it's not, not a bad team. But let's see who, you know, the guy in first place, me. See how great <laughs> I was. So we got Allen and Tua, which is good. Pretty good. Pretty good. We went Mixon here for some reason. I Oh, I know why we went Mixon on this team. Uh, so we went Mixon, Singletary, Chase Edmonds, 
Melvin Gordon. What a weird run out those two. <laughs> My lord. Down. So we are really just two running backs here. All three of the last three running backs is pretty is kind of really funny. Like a, just a weird awkward run out. And I've never actually seen someone have a running back that got one point on their impressive, lineup right? Before. <laughs> that's, Isn't that great? That, that's pretty it's usually zero or you know seven like not one like a straight one it's impressive <laughs> um we have Diggs, juju godwin christian kirk tyler lockett as our fifth pick for, for a wide receiver alec pierce curtis samuel's been good odell nelson aguilar then we have george kittle and hayden hurst i mean the running backs is what's going to kill this team and I can say we went Mixon because we must have grabbed Diggs and Mixon fell beyond where he normally would. And we just got that week 17 Buffalo Cincy going on here. So fun team. We I was probably trying to set up some sort of Miami thing. Actually, I wasn't because Waddle and Hill would have already been gone. So the setup for Tua was Chase Edmonds, I guess. So, Marathon says that's why he's the boss. Yeah, he might uh, he might be taking that belt home behind me too. He's he's, in, he's right there. Yep, he's in first. <clears throat> it's I think it's a three way race for the Spike Week Championship. Him, him and the ship chasing boys, right? Yep, him, Corain, and Pete. Crane. Yep, I'm in I'm in last, duking it out <laughs> with the other shit with the other ship chasing boy, Rotoviz boys. <laughs> trying I'm trying to dig out a last place, but my team's so bad. It's me and me and Sean slash uh, uh Gretch's teams are both so bad. We're both just like who can score 90 points this week? Then we'll get out of last. It's uh it's beautiful to see. I have two more if we want to look yep. at the other two. Yep. Um, so let's go back to the season. Puppy three is what we're looking for. And we did a stream with Silas. Make sure none of our friends are in here. Looks like they're not. So we are in first with 1592. We're about, we could still lose out on this one. Um, we're probably not, but we're 35 points ahead of third place. So we have Mahomes and Daniel Jones. This was and you this, and Silas. Sorry. This is <clears throat> yep. This is me and Silas. We have for running backs J.K. Dobbins, Damian Harris, Kenneth Walker, Cordero Patterson, Raheem Ooh, Mostert, and Isaiah Pacheco. It's not terrible. Um, this is a this is a uh, sorry not to cut you off. This is like one of those running back rooms that doesn't feel it feels fine. Doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, oh my god, this is the two uh, well, what hundred thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar winning running back room, mm-hmm. but like, it's the perfect combination of good enough with enough juice, healthy. You know, I know Dobbins and Harris need to get healthy or whatever, and Ken Walker's a little banged up, but like, assuming let's just assume it gets through this next week, and we assume Dob, you know, Dobbins is back. Harris is back. Walker's back for the playoffs. It's like the perfect combination of, dude, if CPAT went for 102 in a week, would you be surprised? No. If Mostert did it, no. Pacheco did it, not yeah. really. Right? Walker obviously can do it. He, he's done it multiple times. Harris, you know, has obviously ceded to Ramondre, but I mean, if he, if he had a big week, would you be surprised? No. Dobbins, same thing. It's like 
these are really fun running back groups, I think. Mm-hmm. Then for wide receivers, we're looking at Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, Kadarius Tony, MVS, George Pickens. So we end up getting the double stack for Mahomes without trying to get the double stack there <laughs> with Kadarius Tony. It's a great double stack, too. Tony, it, Tony MVS is nice. Yep. Good, and good tight ends. Good tight ends. Fun tight end room. Fryermuth, Tanyan, and Daniel Ballinger. So that three tight end build again, I'm starting to come around on that a lot more. Even if you get Fryermuth a little early. Yeah. But Fryer, but it's like, don't people will do it sometimes with like, they would have still done it with Goddard and Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I don't, people want to draw the lines in the sand on which round you got them. And I don't think that that's what you want to do, but like the archetype of the player or whatever, like Dallas Goddard had the upside to be like a top three tight end this year. I mean, he might do it. <laughs> you know, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would have done it. Yep. Hawkinson, I, I guess was maybe that way. Fryermuth, mm, I guess that was in there, but not necessarily like there's a right. It's kind of like quarterback tight ends, like quarterback. There's a line in the sand where like you get, you got past Jalen hurts this year or when him and Kyler flipped when you got that Kyler and hurts hurts. We all love Trey Lance, but he wasn't in that tier. You got you got past those guys, and it was like if you wanted to do three, honestly, even with like Lance, that's fine. It was like if you want to do three, do it with the tight ends beyond Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. And like every year that's going to be different. But like this is a great this is this is a great example of like, dude, any of these, you know, I guess Bellinger probably can't catch two tight ends or two two uh touchdowns in a week, but like Tunyon can Fryermuth Fryermuth is like the if you don't have Kelsey and you, you know, don't have an elite guy, Frymuth's probably the one guy you want on your because like he's always going to get what seven points or something, yeah, every single week, and that's like the dream, dude. Jesus Christ, if you could sign up all my teams for a floor of seven points at tight end every single week that don't have <laughs> Travis Kelsey, I'm like, yes, absolutely, give me that. Yeah. So like, Fry, and and, Fry, and Fryermuth can go again, like six for sixty in a touchdown. He's he's a guy I would want on my teams right now. Yeah. So it's it's a fun team. I think it has a chance of getting through and doing doing some damage if it if it can advance. Um which is looking like it's gonna. And I have one more team that I want to show and it wasn't a it wasn't a stream but it was I tried something I think we talked about this team. It is in second place, but it's in second place by 80 points, so it's going to advance. And what I did, if you read the name of the team, it says Topic U, 1 through 15. And I did this because I ran through a long stretch of getting a lot of 12 picks, like drafting from the 12 spot a lot. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to draft whoever's at the top of the queue. (laughs) For the first, I think, 15, it was either first, what does it say? It's through one through 15. So, yeah, the first 15 picks on this team were top of the queue. And then I used the last three picks to flesh out the team if I thought something was needed or whatever. <clears throat> so, for the top of the queue team, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, James Cook, Keontae Ingram, 
Jalen Waddle, Brandon Ayuk, Tim Patrick, RIP. So we know this was before that injury. <laughs> Jarvis Landry, which is this is how you know, right? <laughs> David Bell, which God, remember when we were drafting him? Tolbert, same. Yes. O- Odell, Paris Campbell. And then my tight ends are Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson. So it's doing pretty well for a team that like was not drafted with any type of structure in mind. I still somehow stack Mahomes with Kelsey. Yeah, you got the best stack in best ball. <laughs> yeah, it I mean that helps and getting Josh Jacobs. But the the way you can tell is like, Josh Jacobs. Joe Mixon, that running back room is really good. Yeah. I mean, and just based off of it, you know that just I look at the team and I'm like, it's like, oh, he didn't really draft from the top of the queue, but I wasn't drafting a lot of Mixon or ETN. I would have never drafted both of the Buffalo running backs together if that was the case, right? Like I literally drafted from top of the queue and I don't hate the team. One more wide receiver would have been nice. I guess Waddle Ayuk is a little light, but I just found it interesting that doing that, um, I can pull up the, the draft board on this. Someone's asking a question. I think I can pull up the draft board on this, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, can you not? Yes, but I don't go back, go hit the back button. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it is. All right. Give me one second. I'll share this. Um, let me remove this. Let's present another screen. And it's this one. So Mahomes was 312. I guess maybe I reached for Mahomes. Maybe that was the one thing I did on my own. Maybe I went Mahomes. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I just grabbed from the top of the queue. I mean, Mahomes. it doesn't mean that Mahomes wasn't at the top of the queue. Right? Yeah. Well, it. I guess maybe uh, he wouldn't be because some of these other well, guys were early. ahead of him. It was really early, right? One, two, end of the third round. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah, that's maybe. Possible. Maybe it, that I was. Mean, it was Tim Patrick time. It was. Yeah, so maybe early. he was going early. Yeah. It's tough to remember that stuff, so that makes sense, I guess. You mean you don't remember ADP by day over the course <laughs> of the entire summer? No, I don't. But Josh Jacobs, sixth round. I mean, like Hawkinson. I like it. It was a fun exercise, basically, to do. Um, yeah, and obviously mixing over Travis Kelsey because whatever. I mean, it's just the way it was. <laughs> But yeah, so this was uh this is what that draft was, and then I fleshed it out after Matt Ryan was my last pick. I grabbed Odell, I grabbed Paris Campbell for the stack, and I grabbed Keontae Ingram just for a running back. Probably should have grabbed another wide receiver there. But yeah, this was a it was a fun experiment. I don't recommend doing it, right? Like it's. No, not something I would uh, suggest doing. Well, if they turn out, if they all turn out like this, maybe. But if you're drafting a high volume and you wanted to do something like that, you know, do it in. I did it in a puppy. I didn't do it in a best ball mania. You want to do something fun in a puppy? You want to break it up a little bit? You know, it was a 
just a little fun exercise just to see what your team would look like in that spot. But if you're not drafting a lot, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're drafting hundreds of teams like we do, <clears throat> like all the sickos in the chat do, then then go for it. But um, let's get out of here. We're going to yeah. have um, – I will uh, start to close this out with <clears> – <throat> sorry, apparently still got the got the cold going on. I did see this gonna... in the chat real quick. Sorry, let me yep. find it. Um Rob was asked, a different Rob, not me. <laughs> needs to make another shanty. Oh, yeah. I think we're good with the one shanty for this year, but I won't rule out doing... I mean, because the Week 17 shanty works so well for this year, right? Like It's gold. It, I mean, I think we, we lessen the Week 17 shanty with Week 17 coming up if we did another one, but... That doesn't mean that I can't come up with another idea for a different shanty to <laughs> poke fun at structure or player takes or something for next year. Between so, the two of us, we got we got lots of ideas for some <clears throat> silly season uh, stuff to do over the course of the next months. I I uh, I, I assure you, um, yeah. not necessarily a shanty, but um, lots. Lots, lots of good ideas. Um, we don't die but, from this rogue sickness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, the longer <laughs> you and I talk, it's coming back to me. I can't get, I can't, I can't get this like phlegm out of my throat or whatever the hell's going on here right now. But um, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, shout out Neil, by the way. Um, uh, also, like Neil, if you have five teams left in two weeks, like, good on you. Yeah, I want five teams. If I have five teams in the semifinals, like you're gonna, we're gonna be doing the show, and my my desk is gonna be up like this. That you know, like that's the dream, dude. Five teams yeah. in the semifinals. I think I had like three teams in the semifinals last year, and I thought that was awesome. Uh, but obviously, as you guys have seen, you know, throughout the course of the season, we're doing a couple streams a week or whatever. It's time now. We're in the we're in peak best ball sweat season uh just about every weekday moving forward we will have some kind of show we'll get together and sweat teams you guys can we'll have reviews of you sharing you know your teams that you're most excited about your teams that are right on the edge um next week you know we'll get into before monday night football Mm -hmm. and It'll be, uh, okay, this team is teetering on the edge, but I got to fade this or I need this amount of points from this player. Just moving forward, um, I'm really, really excited, you know, obviously selfishly, but also for all of you guys to like, let's just hang out and and sweat our teams together. And obviously next week, it's playoff time. You know what I mean? Once we get to Tuesday, we're going to start digging into two playoff teams. Um you can, I will, I'll show you some of my playoff pods. I'm sure some of them will be against you guys. Same with Rob. Some of our playoff pods will all be against each other. And it'll be mm-hmm. fun to just really start to dive into the best part of the whole best ball season that we just spent, you know, a whole year planning for. So um, we all if, appreciate you guys. And I'm very excited for the next, you know, month. If we manage to get a team to the finals, myself or you, are we going to do a stream sweat? On that Sunday, yeah, hell yeah. I'm gonna uh, say they have, words they, that... they, they have the um, 
whatever that NFL like product or whatever it is that you can like simulcast like a red zone almost or whatever on your stream or whatever. But so anyway, yes. If if we have a team in the final last year, you guys will get to watch me when I'm in full on sweat tilt mode. Um, I like to joke around and stuff like in normal life and in this streaming situation, but uh, I have, there's a TV literally right in front of me on the wall. And so I'll have that up and you guys will watch me just probably curse too much and jump around and uh, be a madman uh, on, on that, that uh, finals week. If we can get a team there, obviously. I might have to rotate this desk around so I can watch on my normal TV behind me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll do a stream. That'll be fun. Hopefully, we both have a team in the finals again. Hopefully, that would be a, a fun sweat. And I can't wait to rage quit after you know some stupid thing happens three yeah. minutes in, and I'm just like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Cool. Um, anything else before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. I hope to feel better. Oh, I guess I will say uh, for everyone that, you know, is watching this and is probably on the same wavelength as us. uh, Apparently, I'm going on ship chasing this evening and we're going to talk some more best ball stuff. So if you did not get enough over the course of the last hour and a half, um, I'll see you guys in three hours. Oh, are you are you covering for Pete? Yeah, he's like having a baby or something. You know, what the fuck are his priorities? All right, if you want to sneak attack Karen and make him see that team that we made him draft. Yeah, send me attack. a screenshot. Send me, send me a screenshot. I'll pull it up on the show. Or or just in, fucking invite me on the show. Oh, well, I I'll... figured you were like going to go die in bed or something. I, I, might, I might go die in bed. <laughs> I'll shoot you a screenshot, but if you want, I'll probably be around. I can jump <laughs> on and we can torture Karen for we five can try or ten both. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right. All right, I'll see you guys later. We're going to be doing a lot more content, and I hope